Hey, 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 you guys. Thank you all so much for being back on Black Canvas Season 9. We have an amazing special guest here with us. His name is Cody Daniel. And if you haven't heard of him before, today is going to be an amazing introduction. Utilizing an amalgamation of genres, Cody Daniel's infectious vocals and adoration of music are capturing the attention of many. Hailing from Raleigh, North Carolina, Daniels has been surrounded by various types of music at a young age. Teaching himself to play guitar at the tender age of 16, Daniel began performing in various bands, eventually realizing that he felt more comfortable composing songs on his own versus with other people. He ventured solo on his own in 2014, and now he manages the production of his music as well as music videos. I'm very excited to have Cody Daniel here with us on Black Canvas. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. I'm definitely honored to be part of this experience. I really appreciate you asking me to do this. Oh, it's absolutely no problem. I love having amazing artists on the show. And the great thing about Black Canvas, I always say, is that it's a way for me to meet new people and a lot of them share their experiences. And my goal is just to make sure you feel as comfortable as you need to be and you can get our more fans, hopefully, along the way. Yeah, I appreciate you um, giving me the opportunity to show a different side of who I am as a person. And um, hopefully that relates to my music, vice versa as well. Absolutely. So I created some fun questions. I think you're going to recognize some of these titles. And so I created these for you. And I thought it would be real fun. And so if you're ready, I'm going to kind of X a few of them and give me your first initial reaction to each question. Okay, yeah, for sure. All right. So my first question for you, the title is all over. So if you could hit the reset button and replay a specific moment in your past that brought you pure joy, what moment would that be? Hmm. Wow, that's a good question. Um, so there was, if you could like scroll through like my Instagram feed, like way back a few years ago, there was this a show that I did at um, it was at Wake Forest University for this company called Operation Smile, and uh, Operation Smile is like uh, it's a nonprofit organization that pretty much like um helps like kids who basically were born with um disconfigurated like i guess for lack of a better word faces and like their 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 jaws are out of line their teeth are out of line and um it was kind of like a celebration of all the hard work they did that year helping kids like you know get their teeth straightened out get their um just get their just feel a little more like you know beautiful and normal um and i that i was asked actually asked to play their celebration show there and um really did not know what to expect you know just you know you kind of like go into some things like with low expectations because you don't want to like get your hopes up but um man i was just you would have thought i was justin bieber walking on that stage it was crazy like i don't think those kids even knew who i was before that but it was just like the most overwhelming experience ever just um i played all original music and they just like were so in tune with everything and it was essentially the first time i ever heard they heard any of it you know so like you kind of like you kind of like go through the years of playing in bars and playing like all these kind of gigs that like people you're kind of just like background music and like no one really like cares listens to original music so that that was just such an eye-opening moment for me to be like wow i guess i really should keep going you know and um yeah it was it was really great if i could if every night could be like that it would be a dream awesome <laughs> for real 
And I think um, for Operation Smile, if I remember, I think if people had Clep Palette, I think is one of the ones as well. Yes. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, I couldn't remember what the terminology was, but you're absolutely right. Okay, because I remember that um, in New Orleans, they had fundraisers and they would do stuff for that too. So that's when you said it, it kind of clicked in my head immediately. But I think that's amazing that you were able to perform. And one thing I would tell you, um, teenagers, young kids, they will definitely tell you if they love your music. If you want an honest opinion... <laughs> right yep. that was actually the most terrifying thing i was like oh god like these kids they're not gonna be they're they're not you know like i was more afraid to play in front of teenagers than i was to play in front of like 50 or 60 year old people in a bar just because like like you said like they're not they're not gonna be afraid to tell you how they feel about something i mean they were, they were just, just so like accepting and like just like so open to new music and i was just it was just like i had to keep pinching myself it was su- such a great moment in my career if you will and um yeah it really like it's just like moments like that that really kept me and like the people involved with the whole process were just so nice like um shout out to lily arakaki araki i'm so sorry lily if i'm pronouncing your last name wrong but she actually found me on instagram and was the one who like put like put me on the bill essentially so it's just the crazy the power the, the power of the internet you know like it's just you don't, you don't, you're not really sure. You see numbers going up and you see likes going up and followers and all that stuff like that. But like, you don't realize like that this app can just lead you to all kinds of experiences. Like, I mean, I mean, like the one we're having right now, I mean, you found me through Instagram, you know? So, um, I'm, 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 I'm assuming that's how you found me. I remember you sent me a direct message. Yes, through Instagram. And, and you know, the funniest thing is on Instagram, a lot of times when I am promoting either new artists or, people that are interested in the show it'll pop up either sponsored ads or someone who's similar to someone I've already talked to and so I was actually posting a story and then your ad popped up and I was like oh this is cool and I love to like go back and listen and and support and hear people and that's normally a lot of guests have um the ones I reached out to at least a few of them have been people who I've listened to and I really thought had something good that they were doing in the world or something I admired I'm like hey I want to help the best I can. I know I'm only a small voice, but you know, I always say you never know who you're going to meet and what impact that person's going to have on you. And yeah, your music is amazing. Oh, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. I mean, I, I know there's like, it, it really means a lot because there's like, I mean, nowadays it seems like, you know, artists or songwriters or people that make music, I guess, are just, I don't want to say they're a dime a dozen, but it just seems like it's so much easier now for anyone to do it that it's hard to like feel like, you're making an impact if that makes sense um i mean you know it's the, it's a good and bad thing that it's it's more accessible than ever which is great because you know like anybody can do it but at the same time it feels like that's also an issue when it comes to like cutting through the noise of trying to to make an you know make an impact and like reach people and yeah i don't know it's just um it really i really appreciate you saying that honestly just because um you know it's the kind of conversations that you get messages from people saying that their music, your music has really touched them or um, th- those kind of things mean way more to me than streams or views or, you know, like likes or followers. I just, I really want to know that I'm making an impact on people. So I really appreciate you saying that. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you one artist that before I move to my next question, who really impacted me as a kid, um, his name was Jim Brickman and he plays piano. And right before my grandfather passed away, 
I'll never forget like the impact of listening to him play music. And I was just so enthralled with his music. And I actually did a, a slideshow for my grandfather's funeral. And I'll just never forget using Jen Birkin's music, you know, something that really meant a lot to me. And so, yeah, I think music is healing. Um, it's a way to, to keep people moving forward. And it's also something that just reminds us of how important it is for us to take time and to read lyrics, to to connect with artists and not just follow people because they have the most followers, but really get to know the person behind the music. And I think that's something that you are able to do because you have a very great family and support system around you, which is the reason why your music is great. Um, you're right, there's some people who just do really well at singing, but they really aren't artists in my opinion. Um, and then there's some people who really have an art to them and there's a certain knack about that individual that I just connect with. And so um, I really appreciate you allowing me to give you this opportunity to share as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think, um, well, thank you, first of all. I will say that my wife is definitely my biggest support system. I'm not just saying that because she's, she's sitting right next to me. But um, uh, I don't want to get too much further ahead of what we're supposed to be talking about. But like, honestly, like, she's had to pick me back up a lot of times where I just feel like I was ready to stop, you know, and like, that is super important to me. Um, just to have, like you said, someone who's there who is believes in you more than you believe in yourself sometimes. And like, you know, that isn't going to let you quit or is going to be there to cheer you on or to, to help you essentially help you as well. You know, like you want to, it's like, you know, what's, what is anything if you can't share it with someone? So that's just so important to me to have it, to be able to share with her. And not only that, but it's like something that when I'm gone, like, you know, my great grandchildren and my great, great grandchildren will be able to kind of like know who I was, you know, by, by listening to the songs that I continue to make now while, while I'm alive, you know? So I, I just think it's really cool to like, I'm essentially like leaving a piece of me here um, while I'm here, but also while I'm gone, it will, you know, these songs will essentially be here forever until <laughs> um, I don't think music's ever going to never, never be around anymore. Um, it might be oversaturated, but you know, essentially these will always be here. So I think that's really cool to think about. I love that. And your wife doesn't know I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it now, actually. Um, what I love to do on my podcast is dedicate episodes to people. So I want us to dedicate it to her. Oh, she's, she's holding her heart right now. <laughs> so I like to surprise people and just kind of throw them off. I'm like, hey, you know what? I want to dedicate it to this person. And I think it's important. Um, I feel like we always need support behind us. And so I definitely want to make sure I do that for sure. That's sweet. She says, thank you very much. She's, she's crying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I didn't mean to get that reaction. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, she's, 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 she's almost crying. She's not, <laughs> okay. but uh, it's, it's happy tears, but her, by the way, her name is Brianna. So definitely. I appreciate that. And, and thank you. And I want our fans to please make sure y'all show support because we need to love each other and support each other through all of our highs and lows. And so that's why I'm very glad to have both of you guys here sitting with me. Um, so my next question I have is the calm. Do you ever struggle with stage fright or nervousness before recording in a studio or singing live on stage? And the second part of my question is, um, what are some of the things that you do if you have like a morning or evening ritual to help keep you grounded? Hmm. So I've been playing in 
bars since I was like 16 years old. So like a while now, honestly, like over 10 years for sure, like 10, 15 years without giving my age away. <laughs> I guess, well, I'll just give it away now. I'm 32 years old, but um, yeah, so a while I've been, you know, I mean, it's been a way for me to make extra money on the side. Um, you know, I've been, I gotten pretty good at it. Just, uh, you know, I've been able to hone my craft and like play a handful of cover songs to kind of learn how all kinds of songs are written. Um, I will say like in a bar setting, there's like a, a lower, there's lower expectations, right? Cause you're kind of just like playing, you're kind of like background music. It's not really like a performance, it's a show. And like, I've kind of like taken advantage of that cause it's kind of like a way to kind of get paid to practice in a way, essentially. You're kind of like putting yourself in front of a different audience that, isn't necessarily coming there to see a show they're kind of coming there to eat or you know have a few drinks to forget about their week or whatever so um that's been really helpful for me to kind of like just like grow some thicker skin first of all because most people aren't coming there because they're trying to hear cody daniel his original music you know but then it's a good way to kind of just like throw songs in there to see how people react to it um i will say though when it comes to like a live like original show performance I mean, I, th I think it's always good to get nervous, essentially, because you kind of like, you know, people, I mean, they say in theater, like, if you're not getting nervous, then you don't care, you know, right? So, like, you kind of use those nerves to um, channel your energy to, like, push yourself, you know? And, like, honestly, usually after, like, the first note, I'm good. It's just that those, it's just that first note I got to hit, and then the butterflies are all let out, you know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, I think like it's good to get nervous essentially because it's like it means you care and you know it means that you don't want to you, you do want to do a good job you want to give people a good performance you want to like perform your songs to their entirety so people are getting that kind of experience and essentially for me it's like when I see someone perform live that I enjoy seeing I want to escape from my reality for like an hour or two and I like I hope that I'm able to do that like the the essential kind of um they call it a like uninterrupted excellence you know and um essentially that's what we're doing as artists is we're, we're giving people like kind of like escapism sometimes you know um so i think yeah it's good to get nervous um the second part of your question i'm trying to remember what you just said <laughs> oh no problem um it's how do you remain like centered and grounded and um like do you have like a morning or evening ritual that you use to practice to get prepared um that's a good question i mean like well, nowadays typically I'm I'm up pretty early. Um, I get up early with my son and uh, like you know feed him a bottle, do that kind of thing. And it's usually still dark out by then. Um, and once he's he's done with that, he kind of runs around for a bit, I make a cup of coffee. Um, I would say honestly, like a, a, my morning ride to work, I kind of try to don't have any music. Just kind of like meditating while I'm driving and like my eyes are open though <laughs> my, my eyes are not closed when I'm driving but um as far as like a ritual I mean not really a ritual it's just um trying to stay grounded I know that what's helped me a lot is starting to like write down like specific tasks that I want to accomplish for that day so I feel like I'm kind of always moving forward whether that's you know whether it's like working on like a re releasing a new song or like um a rehearsal for like you know a set of songs for that or like what kind of music video i want to do or what kind of like 
marketing that I want to do for like to getting the music out there, helping to push it along. I think it's good to um, write stuff down and kind of use it as a checklist to kind of like feel like you're always accomplishing a, a few things in the day because I know for the, if I don't do that, um, I just have a million things that I want to accomplish and it feels like I have to do it all in one day for whatever reason. But when you just kind of like set short-term goals to reach a long-term goal, I feel like it's a lot more logical for one, but just a lot less stressful as well because you're still feeling productive because you're pushing towards something and you're accomplishing something every day, but you're not overwhelmed because you're seeing the list get smaller and smaller. You know what I mean? And um, that's been really helpful for me. I mean, I'm always watching stuff on music marketing or like, you know, recording, like all kinds of stuff to just, I'm always trying to learn stuff every day. I'm trying to grow every day, whether it's in health or just in like in mindset or just like, you know, industry tactics to, to get closer to. Because I mean, the reality is that I'm not where I want to be yet in my music career yet. You know, I've, I've, I'm still growing every day. So I'm always trying to get more and more, I guess, for lack of a better word, successful to, uh, to be where I want to be at, essentially. I love to hear that. And I feel like it, with any artist, I think that's probably what they would say about themselves. Even like some of our biggest artists out there, that you can just think of, let's use an example like a Beyonce. I know that everyone, of course, knows her. And she has continued to evolve as an artist, but even artistic expression, even in music videos or how things shift. One of my favorite artists growing up was like Michael Jackson, of course, seeing him and just how he started. And just he was able to create such a lane for himself that people connected to. And I feel like that's, that's important in music, especially now. We have so many different platforms between TikTok and Instagram and Snapchat and and YouTube and people are using different venues to get that attention, but you're right. A lot of the times it is saturated and, and you only have a few seconds almost to grab someone's attention to decide if they're going to stick with you or not. And so I love that about music that you do have the options, but yeah, it's sometimes it's really hard to, to stand out for sure. It's, it's, it's very hard to stand out for sure. And like, I will say one thing I'll digress about it. Like, I try to remind myself of to be grateful every day. You know, like it's so easy to get caught up in like, oh, I'm not, I haven't reached, I haven't um, only have, you know, this many followers. I haven't, um, I haven't gone on a nationwide tour yet. I'm still working a full-time job. I'm doing all these things. I haven't reached these goals and blah, blah, like the list goes on and on and on. But like, what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is being grateful. Okay. Well, I'm getting paid to play music. I'm, I'm, creating art that I get to like keep forever you know like I've already reached a certain amount of people right now I might not be making millions of dollars right now but hey like I'm doing something that I love that not a lot of people can even you know unfortunately most people can't even say that you know like I think that there's no it's no mystery that the music industry is probably the most difficult industry in the world to to really be like at the top of your game in um you know, but like, I think it's good to remind yourself like the 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 small um, milestones, you know, like to like remember like, man, you know, what would my seven or eight year old self say of where I am right now? They, they'd be they'd be thrilled you know, to think that I'm getting paid to play music out somewhere, that I'm writing my own songs, that, you know, that I'm recording with a bunch of different people that I've already had sent like several different projects that I've released myself independently, you know, like all those kinds of things like. 
I have to remind myself of these daily, you know, like my health is good. Like I mean, my wife and my, my marriage is great. My, I have a healthy baby. Like I have a, a great support system and like all these kinds of things. Like, I think it's so good to remain positive because otherwise you're going to get wrapped up in this whole negative spiral of I'm not where I want to be. I'm not there yet. Like, you know, all this stuff I've done hasn't worked out yet. It's just, it can, it can truly become depressing, you know? So it's like, I, f- I really think it's really important to, every day just be, you know, count your blessings, essentially count your blessings and just be positive and just enjoy the journey of growing. You know what I mean? That's what I have to remind myself of all the time. I do get that. And and I want to kind of encourage you on that for myself. Like I do counseling full time, but I follow my passions. Like I do podcasting and I've written books and I will tell you, I own all the rights to all of my stuff. And I'm like, you know what, at some point, if it picks up and it goes somewhere else, great. But I don't ever want to change myself or to lose part of the integrity that I've been able to build and connections I've built with people just to reach a certain pinnacle of quote unquote success. And a lot of those artists, unfortunately, I remember Behind the Music was one of my favorite shows I've ever watched on VH1. Oh yeah, me just too. Just thinking of that, you know, how many people really ended up losing out. I mean, I always think of TLC story and that always just makes me cringe of just how well they were as a band and they were touring. And at the end of the day, they had nothing, you know? So sometimes it is yeah. good to be independent and to work for it. One of my favorite artists is Tori Kelly. I talk about her all the time on this show and I'm hoping one day she will be on, but I just remember love her. <laughs> she's amazing. And I remember how she started and look at her now. So it's not about, you know, where I am at the moment. It's about having the right people and doing it for the right reasons. And when you get there, you're like, okay, I, I did it. And I, I, I'm very proud of the journey it took, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, one of my favorite artists um, is Russ. Just, oh, yes, like, I love yes. his music, but, like, I think I almost, like, love him as a person more. Like, he's just, I mean, 100% self-made. You know, like, he doesn't have a record label. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't want to go into his whole story, but basically he just did everything himself, you know? Like, he makes his own music. He produces his own music. I mean... I don't know how he markets the stuff. I'm sure he has a team, some kind of team, I'm sure. But like just his attitude towards everything is just so inspiring to like know, like, you know, just keep going, man. You know, like just keep going and like don't let anyone else tell you how to do it. Like, you know, like don't don't make sacrifices like, you know, like and I feel like that's the good thing about social media. I think that it kind of broke down that wall where there isn't any more gatekeepers, you know, like it's up to you. And I guess that's kind of like where some people might fall short. Like, like, okay, it's up to you to make this work, which means it's going to be work. And I feel like as artists, you know, we don't want to work, <laughs> you know, we want to be creative and we want to like express ourselves and stuff like that. But like at the same time, like I have the kind of mindset where I have like the entrepreneurial mindset. Like I, I want to be successful. I want to um, keep growing. I want to have something that I can like be proud of, you know? And, and that means like, unfortunately we're sometimes success is measured by, by how much money you make or how, what the, what you have to show for it. And like, you know, we, we can get lost in that for sure. But I think that, I think my, honestly, my ultimate goal is that I would just love to be able to do music and music only to support me and my family someday. And that's just everything else after that. It's just, you know, gravy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be a millionaire. I don't need to be on the cover of Rolling Stone, like nothing like that. I just just want to be financially free from corporate America, essentially, and just doing what I love. And just that, you know? 
Absolutely. Well, I say create a vision board and, and be able to believe and receive what you're saying. I think those things can happen. And I promise you, I've talked to you. There's some guests originally on this show. I, I, I'll talk to you privately about it later. But I can't tell you how many guests I've talked to. And we just, they weren't even at the part in their career where they thought they were going to make it and do it. And I've seen them in such a great space now. And I was just laughing. I was telling my mom, I was like, she's watching the TV. She's like, you know that person? I'm like, yeah. And so it was so funny because I was like, oh, that was the person that was on the show. And it just makes me laugh. It's such a great thing to see how they are thriving and doing amazing things. And it's not because of me, of course, but it's one of the things of, hey, they kept pushing. And so they did it. Well, you, you were, yeah, you were part of the success, essentially. If you were, if you had them on the show before they were successful, maybe it was something you said that made them keep going or, you know, flip the script or whatever. But um, that's really cool to see them where they were and how they, how far they are going. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm looking, I'm like, wow, that's great. And I just, I love to see people winning and doing great things. But speaking of that, um, one of my next questions is going to be about touring. So if you had the opportunity to tour with anyone in the world and go co-headlining in whatever country or city, who would you choose to co-headline with and uh, what city or country would you want to perform in? Gosh, um, like so many come to mind, but I've, I've, I mean, the first, the first person that came to mind is John Mayer. Um, He's probably he's definitely my top three all time favorite artist of all t- of, of all time, um, but you know he's actually the reason why I personally started playing guitar. You know, like I remember just like sixteen years old, just on I think this was right when YouTube started actually, just like watching everything I possibly could on him, just like watching him play guitar, and like that's kind of how I learned how to play guitar. Honestly, like I didn't really take lessons; I just kind of like watched other people do it and i'm like oh, i guess i'll just figure this out you know looking up tablatures and like all that stuff but like another person that i just like you know as much as i love the music i love their their attitude towards life their mindset just like you know and i mean he's the kind of artist where i can listen to literally any of his albums any of his songs and just like listen to them all the way through there's there's no skips on any of the on the records i would listen to of his and God, he's just a great musician, you know, great songwriter. Um, and ultimately, I feel like we would just, like, get along. Like, you know how you just kind of, you kind of feel like you would, like, be friends with somebody? I truly feel like that would be the case. Um, you know, someday, that would, gosh, that would be, be, like, the pinnacle of my career if I could open for him. That would be awesome. That would be. Where would y'all perform? Would you think you have a venue you would prefer? Man, I don't know. Honestly, um... Just because, like, it's so legendary for where he was. I mean, like, uh, I forget where it was. Somewhere in L.A. he performed at for that, like, uh, Where the Light Is DVD that came out such a long time ago. But um, I would love to go out of the country for sure. Maybe, like, somewhere. I've never been out of, um, never been overseas. Like, I've never been to Europe or nothing like that. Maybe somewhere in, like, the U.K. would be really cool. Um but oh, my wife just looked it up. So where he had that, where the light is concert was in Los Angeles at the Nokia Theater in LA. So that would be really, really full circle for me if that ever happened. That would be. I could see you performing at like Wembley. I could see that for sure. Oh wow, that's a huge compliment. That's 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 crazy. I could see it. I mean, I'm telling you, I just. 
you just never know. You you just have to just get the right name, right person, and you are there. Like it's it's not about talent. You have the talent. It's about the resources and connections. I think that makes the biggest difference in this industry, for sure. I'm gonna tell you like an example of one person I I spoke to. Um, her name is Amanda LeCount, and she's a um, full figure dancer. And so this is one of the people I was talking about earlier. And she was amazing. I, I watched her videos and she would perform on YouTube and we're just doing it for fun and just like really amazing. And I loved her message. And so she came up with this hashtag called breaking the stereotype. And so when I had asked her to be on the show and she was like, sure, I'll do it. And I didn't think she was going to say yes. And she jumped on. And so one day I was flipping the TV and my mom was watching the reel and she was on the reel, the talk show, dancing and telling her story and then she's danced wow. for Rihanna, the Fendi show, multiple times now. And she's been on the AMA Awards. Like, she, what? she is killing it. And so I just go back sometimes and I I say, wow, I'm just so proud of her. Because she is one of the nicest people and just really has a great spirit, very mature for her age. Just, I promise you, is a, a breakout story. And I just see her going further and further in her career. But she's performed, I think, with Katy Perry um wow people, that's incredible she performed with, but just really great that's incredible yeah. i mean honestly i feel like i've always i said this a long time ago um in an interview like man probably like 10 years ago which is crazy to say but um i just like always want to keep moving forward like i don't i don't need to have like some overnight success story i just want to always have like one opportunity open a door for another opportunity and just keep on moving and just keep on growing you know i don't care how slow it is. I don't care how fast it is. I just want to keep growing. You know, like I, I think that's what my problem was in the beginning is that I was so eager. I was like, oh, I need to make something. I need to make, need to make music that's like going to be a hit. I need to make something that's going to be like super catchy. It's going to catch people's attention immediately. And it's going to be a hit, a, a, a run, a home run hit. And like, it gave me so much anxiety. It gave me so much, like, I was, it, I was so like, anxiety driven by the process of being in the studio like making sure everything was catchy enough everything was perfect enough and like then i would like f- immediately focus on the marketing okay now i gotta, this, gotta get this photo shoot done i gotta get this music video done i have to all get all this done because it needs to happen now it needs to happen now like i was in the sprint mode and like i think what really gave me like grace about it is like look this isn't this isn't a sprint it's a marathon you know and like and it it doesn't need to be an overnight success story like it just you know, like they say the journey is better than the destination. Right. And I feel like that it took me forever to really like realize that and accept that because ultimately I wasn't enjoying and I wasn't enjoying the process of it. Like I just wanted the success, which really, you know, like ultimately made me like not enjoy any of it. And like, and so like, I think with that, when I changed that mindset, I was really able to just, man, enjoy writing again, enjoy playing music, like looking forward to like, getting back in the studio to record stuff. I just, I just went to the studio. Um, I just got back from Nashville a couple weeks ago, actually for the first time and um, recorded four songs. And like, those are going to be the singles that are released for the rest of this year. And like, man, I, I got to tell you, it's probably some of the best music I personally think I've ever written and ever recorded. And I can't wait to put it out there. But like, I'm just so excited again to create before because I'm not, I'm not attached to the result. Like, I think Kobe Bryant said it. He's like, no, no, the results don't matter. And, um, you know, just enjoy the process of it. Like, obviously like you want to keep growing, but like when you, when you stop attaching yourself to the results, 
you're actually able to enjoy the art of it, you know? So like, that was a huge like milestone and a mindset change for me to actually just like allow myself to enjoy the process. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Cody, I think a lot of people, especially our younger listeners are going to need to hear that. And so I wanted to ask you the next question, Ashley, will be dedicated to some of our younger listeners. So the question for this one is worthy. Do you mind giving your definition of what it means to be worthy? And the second part of that question is for our younger listeners who may feel that they're not worthy of success and to move forward in pursuing their career. What advice would you give to those young people? Wow, that's a good, a really good question. Um, yeah, well, so, um, you know, like not to like, hopefully not scare anyone away, but Worthy was a song off of a, a Christian project that I did. And, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. Um, for those of you that don't know what a Christian is, you know, believe in God and um, specifically Jesus Christ. But um, for me, it's just, it was such a, like a mental project for myself to, I mean, what is worthy? That's your question. So it's like, for me, it's like, we're, we're worthy of God's love, you know? And like, like God is love. So like, with that being said, like you love yourself, you know? And like, they say, you can't, you can't love anyone. So you love yourself. So like, what does it mean when you love yourself in, in this respect of like, wanting to be an artist or wanting to be a songwriter, wanting to be a producer, wanting to be a beat maker. Like you got to give yourself grace that it's maybe not going to happen the way you want it to, or the way you need it to, you know, like, um, you know, like I said, like, you know, like, like how you were talking about behind the music with how these people had this like amazing success stories but behind the curtain. They're like, you know, they're miserable. They're not making any money or, they're always on tour. They're always kind of like, you know, just they're, they're working all the time. They're not able to enjoy their life. And like, for me, like the worthy, when I wrote it, it was just me kind of taking a step back and like trying to remember like, what is this all for? Like, what is, what is our purpose here? Why are we, why are we doing, or what are we striving for? Are we just, are we doing this for ourselves? Are we doing this to glorify God? You know, are we, are we trying to bring people closer to, to, to the ultimate purpose of life, which, you know, like, like what is, and I feel like people might struggle with this. Like I know I struggle with this is, you know, what is your purpose in life? I, I mean, for me, truthfully, I feel like I had to kind of do that Christian project to really understand what my purpose in life is. I think <laughs> I'm just now starting to realize and figure it out. You know, I mean, I've made so many different kinds of music as far as genres of, you know, rock, pop, R&B. Like, I think I've rapped on a couple of songs, you know, I did, I, made, I did a Christian project and I've been all over the place, truly. And like, I just, I guess I was always trying to like chase what I thought at the time might be popular and might, or might work to make me successful. And, um, you know, I feel like you have to go through those shoots and ladders to kind of understand like, Hey, you know, what? you just have to do what ultimately makes you happy. You know, they say, if you're going to write something, write what you know. I feel like once you start just being yourself unapologetically, you are able to just let go of all of everything else, you know? And like, that's what I truly feel like people are going to latch on to. Like, I think I've, you know, I've written dance songs and like all these kinds of different songs, but like, I'll be honest with you, like sometimes I feel like I'm still not my full self of where I want to be as an artist yet. But with these new songs that I just wrote um, in Nashville, I have to say I'm 
they're some of the, the best, most pure songs I think I've ever written. And I can't wait to put them out there. But to wrap it up before I get too far on the beaten path, I think being worthy is just really realizing that like, you know, we are, we, are, we are children of God and like we are here to glorify him. And like, you know, he's, he's always there, but he's just waiting for us to call, to call on him, you know? And like, he wants us to be successful. He wants us to um, get the glory in life. And like, I think for me, it's like just having patience to understand what that is. And, um, you know, just enjoying the process. Like it doesn't have to happen immediately. You know, like you have to go through trials and tribulations to really like understand where you're, where you're going. I think it's just about, it's about enjoying it and being completely true to yourself, you know, and hopefully in the process you're helping other people, you know? And, um, yeah, I think that's what, what we're called here to do is just bring people together. I think that's what music does essentially the best is it brings people together. Right. And I think that, Truly, that think that's what the best gift it is for me is that it's not it's not even that I can sing and I can play guitar and I can make songs like that's great. But I think ultimately, I think the best thing about music for the gift for me to give other people is that it makes people come together. It makes people feel like they're not alone. It makes people feel like they that there's someone else out there that maybe thinks just like them, you know. And I think that for me, that's what worthy was for me is that I do have something to offer maybe. And like, you know, maybe that's instilled for me through God. And um, I hope other people can understand that as well. You know, like we all have a purpose one way or another. That was such, you spoke like so much truth in what you just mentioned, Cody. And when you were speaking, it was reminding me of having a faith the size of a mustard seed, excuse me. And also being aware of that it's about faith without works is dead and just being able to believe in yourself and to be able to share your story with other people and to know that you can make that connection that people are going to gravitate like you should never have to apologize for what you believe in and how you receive that into your heart because that's going to help so many other people who need to know they need, need to lean not on their own understanding a lot of times we we try to figure it out on our own and we fall short in so many different ways. And I feel like this is why I love this show. I have every type of person, every type of guest on the show to share their experience. And as a counselor, that's always been one of my strong points with people. Like, I'm not going to work with this person. I'm not going to do that. I'm like, first of all, you came to this um, career knowing that you were going to face a lot of challenges. And you have to respect everyone right. and give them the floor and allow them to be able to be themselves. So I've always been 100% supportive of any and everyone to be able to talk, share, and express, because I think that is what we're missing. And being an African-American young man in this world, um, there's been many times I've been judged before even opening my mouth. And and I have been going through a lot of challenges from early, you know, my childhood to where I am now. But I never allow myself to be a victim. I've always told people, that I've, I've used that as another pillar to my success. And I've also been able to show respect to people who didn't have the understanding or maybe they weren't willing to be able to look past the ignorance. And I've allowed that to be my voice. So I feel like we can make peace with the pieces we have and we can be able to find purpose through the pain. And when we do those things, we are actually, or hopefully instilling in the next person that love, that honesty, that passion, that commitment, those things we, we look for, openness, 
all those components have to be within us first before we can expect other people to meet us at where we are. And so, yeah, I, I love that you shared your story because your personal growth and your story is going to help cultivate those seeds to grow into something amazing. So that people, when they when they meet you, they'll they won't have to question who you are and what you're doing. They'll know it because that's who you are. Absolutely, and I'll share one more thing. I mean, um, so actually, like it was a, a service that I was watching um, at my church about 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 a month ago now. And um, you reminded me of what you just, because you're talking about pain and purpose and all that stuff like that. But, um, you know, he's, he's actually was a, a guest, a guest speaker who just happened to also be a Christian rapper. And um, he was talking about how his friend in the music industry was, you know, really distraught by how, like, how broken, you know, how dark the music industry is and, like, how, like, there's so many, like, you know, just, like, two-faced people or whatever. Like, so, like, there's a lot of shadiness. And he was like, all right. I'm leaving the music industry. I'm going to go to a uh, divinity college. I'm going to get my degree in youth ministry and I'm, I'm just going to follow this path. And so like a couple years later, he ended, he ends up meet, running into his friend again. And, um, you know, he's like, yeah, so how's, how's it going? You know, how's the, how did the youth degree go? And he's like, Oh, it went really well. I decided to go back to the, the music industry though. And so he was like, really just like appalled by it. He's like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, why, what happened? You know? And he was like, well, I, you know, I under I realized that I was saving a lot more people behind the scenes than I was ever saving than I could ever save in a church. You know what I mean? And like, I think that really hit home for me because it's like, you know, like I kind of struggled with when I did that Christian project. I was like, okay, am I just a Christian artist now? Am I just gonna sing only Christian songs? Is that something? I mean, am I just gonna make that switch and never look back? And it was really hard for me because I was like, I don't know, I don't really feel comfortable with this. Like just, just only doing this. And I, I was able to kind of be like, well, I don't have to just do that. Like I can be a pop artist and still have songs about God. And then like, you know, as long as I'm not going completely opposite direction with other music, that it kind of all goes with my brand. Maybe I have songs that aren't about God at all that have a good message that, you know, it might bring someone into my Spotify and then they come across my Christian project and they, they might not believe in God. And then that brings them closer to God. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're all like out here, you know, like, you know, you're not, you're not going to find someone who's not a believer in a church. You know what I mean? Like, and, um, what, what's also what, what they also said in this service was what reminds me of what you just said is that we were talking about how a lot of people struggle to find their purpose in life. And for me, this drove it home to me completely. And he was like, how do you find your purpose? Your purpose is your pain plus your passion. That's how you find your purpose. So basically, for me, I was like, what's my passion? Music, okay. Where's my pain? For me, that my pain is, you know, honestly, the state of the world that we live in right now. And I'm not going to get into too many details about that. But just, you know, I feel like it's, we live in a broken world, essentially. We always have. And like, you know, how, how do we, as followers or believers, how do we help push that forward. We just, you know, we just speak, speak our truth, you know, and like, again, unapologetically about it, you know, like, I feel like a lot of this world is so afraid to shake things up anymore. You know, we're, it's, we're we're very sensitive or we don't want to offend anybody, but like, you know, at the the same time, it's like, you got to live your truth and you got to do what you feel is right for you. And, you know, I mean, 
if some people are offended by it, you know, like I'm, I'm not here to offend anyone by any means, but like I'm, I'm here to help people as well as, as, as much as I want to help myself, I want to help people as well. you know, and I hope I'm such a small voice, but I hope that, you know, this podcast alone, maybe just hopefully inspires someone to just do what makes them happy. And hopefully what makes them happy makes other people happy. You know, I feel like that's what really we're here to do is just bring people together. Thank you for sharing that, Cody. I really appreciate you doing that because I feel like that's going to really help. It's going to help you because when you can look back and listen to this, when you're having those low moments or questioning yourself, you can go back and listen to your own voice and say, you know what, this is what I instilled in someone else. I need to refresh within myself. So I'm, I'm very proud of you for doing that. That's a, that's a great, no, thank you for sure. I, mean, I think you're absolutely right though. I, I, I need reminders like that all the time just to, you know, stay positive for sure. Well, so trust, I, I, trust me, Cody, I have to do it too. I'm like, wait a minute. I just told this person this amazing thing in a session and I'm going home and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm worn out. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like the same thing you just told that person, you can do within yourself. And so sometimes you just need to that kick in the butt. Like you just have to just remind yourself that you are worthy of success. You are perfectly imperfect and that's okay. Absolutely. And I, I feel like I'll just add to that. I feel like it's so, it's so draining to be negative. You know what I mean? But it's also so easy to be negative, right? It's so easy to be angry. But then when you're angry, what, you know, say, say you're just like, you wake up and you're in the bad mood, but then what happens? Like, okay, then, okay, then you leave the house. You get mad at the person in front of you who cut you off. Okay, then you get to you get to your job. You get mad at the person who got coffee before you, and it's just you know like. But at the end of the day, who who loses? Your in your mood is ruined. No one else around you is affected, and you're affecting other people as well. But like, no one's winning here. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to be negative, and it's such a downward spiral to see red or to see anger, and like. You know, just to be to be ungrateful or to feel like things aren't going your way, but like, you know, I mean, ultimately things are things are not going to go your way sometimes. But like, how much more satisfying is it to be like, you know what, it's okay, it's going to be all right. You know what I mean? Like, just I get it. We're all dealing with a bunch of different things. Everyone has dealt a different hand in cards, but it's just so easy to be negative, and you know, I feel like that's just a a a, a damper on a lot of people's lives. Is like they're just they don't understand it's just just flip the script you know like it's it's the law of attraction you know essentially we just got to like put our best foot forward and hope for the best and you know we're gonna have a few bumps along the way but i mean like the bumps are what the journey is the journey is the process you know i do i do and that's one thing i love about this podcast as well is i definitely a lot of bumps in the beginning (laughs) cody i mean if you could hear some of the first episodes i was like man what was i doing but I was just pretty much just talking. And this was during a time during COVID where I was just like, I'm just going to kind of share my own experiences and talk about mental health. And it has moved into now, I'm in season nine of the show I've done, I think over 300 episodes now. And I'm like, I wow. never thought I would do those many. I was just like, hey, I'm just doing this for fun. But I realized when people- That's amazing. I, I appreciate you. Yeah, I, people reach out to me now. They're like, I'm going to be on a show. I'm like, how did you hear about my show? And people are spreading it to other people. So that's a great thing where I'm like, this person really who I admire wants to be on my show. And I talk about this one person all the time on this podcast. He's probably tired of hearing it. But uh, Les Trent from Inside Edition is someone who I've always admired. And when he came on my show, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, I have admired him since I was a little kid. 
And so it was such a full circle moment to talk to someone who has gone through a lot of challenges, but who has really helped to bring people together. And that those 20 or so minutes of just sitting with someone and him calling my name and saying, Jerry, how are you? I'm like, wait, he knows my name. I was like so excited of like that little kid was so happy to talk to someone who looked like me, who talked, you know, like me, who really did a lot of things for his community in which I hope to be able to do more of myself. And so it was just such a great full circle moment for me. And so like your John Mayer was my less trained kind of thing of, of from a kid to now, I was like, oh, wow, like this is something I will always admire. And I appreciate him for what he did for me. And I hope that I can continue to do that for other people who are maybe losing sight of their dreams or who are too afraid to do it. And they can say, hey, you know what? All it takes is just that one person at one moment and you can reach whatever pinnacle of success that looks like. And I feel like that's ultimately like what makes it so exciting to be like, you know, a creative person, essentially, like, you know, like someone like yourself has a podcast or someone like myself who makes music. It's, you know, like as opposed to me just singing cover songs and being a singer, like, you know, I'm putting art out there and you're putting you're putting art out there, too. You know, you're you're expressing yourself in a way that is unique and is ultimately, you know, there's hundreds of podcasts out there, if not thousands, but like, you know, you have your own podcast. This is your brand. This is who you are as a person. And like the sky is the limit. Like you said, you had someone off an inside edition coming on here, but like, you know, like there's, there's no reason that you can't have Tori Kelly come on here someday. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just, that's what makes it so exciting. I feel like that's what drives us. And I feel like, you know, like obviously it's not just about like meeting celebrities, but like, it's just so cool to know that really there's no, there's no end goal here. It's just, I just want to, you just want to keep doing it and like keep experiencing stuff. You know, and I feel like ultimately, you know, they say that the future belongs to the, the, the people who are willing to see, or I'm, I'm totally butchering this quote, but like, you know, for those who believe in it. And I think that those who are willing to work for what they believe in, who, are, who stay persistent, who get up every day and they, they do it even if it's hard. And, but they do it ultimately because they love it. And I feel like that's what people are, are, are essentially going to relate to is that authenticity is the, you know, just the tenacity. And um, yeah, man, I really respect that. I think that's awesome. And I, I didn't, I didn't realize you had 300 episodes. That's, that's amazing. And um, yeah, I mean, there's no reason you can't have a, a thousand or 3000 episodes. Well, I, I hope at a certain point I'm going to take a break because <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, I was just laughing. I was telling it to my mom. She was like, you're doing a lot of stuff. She was like, I, I said, I know. I said, my whole thing is, is that when I'm gone, this will still be here. And I feel like hopefully this will be a message for someone when they're having a real rough moment, they can laugh at something I said, or go back and, and just kind of look at the differences and how the show has evolved and changed and just have a good time. And so that's my whole goal. When I get to the point when I choose, choose to never do it again, I won't feel like I had any regrets. And so that's, that's my whole end goal is to keep going until I get to the point where I know I need to pass along to someone else and just move forward and, and be proud of it for sure. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I said, it's, it's, it's essentially a piece of you that you'll have for years out there forever, you know, essentially. So that's, I think that's something to always think about. I appreciate that, Cody. So I have two last questions for you. So the first one I have is, can you tell our listeners where can they find you online? And the second part of that question I know you kind of briefly talked about it earlier, but do you mind kind of giving us a tidbit 
on things that you have coming up that we can look out for coming soon? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the best place you'll be able to find everything about me is my Instagram, which is just at Cody Daniel Music. I have a website as well. It's Cody uh, Horizontal-Daniel.com. And uh, all my information is there as well. But like I said, I'm pretty much everywhere. If you Google Cody Daniel, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, um, Tidal, Geezer, Google Play. But I think if you're on Instagram, that would probably be your best bet to go there because it kind of links to everything. So that's just at Cody Daniel Music. You can find me, um, you know, follow me. I'll follow you back. We can be friends. And uh, I would love for you to follow me because I have a perfect transition. I have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, I was just in Nashville um, for the first time actually ever in my life. I always said that if I ever went to Nashville, I want to have a reason to go to Nashville. So I was offered the opportunity to record with a pretty well-known producer out there. Um, uh, the same studio that, you know, it's been around since 1969. I'm not, I don't want to name drop, but just to kind of give context, like um, Taylor Swift actually recorded her first album there. And, um, you know, uh, Pharrell has been there. Um, people like Kenny Chesney recorded there. I mean, Willie Nelson, uh, Kenny Rogers, uh, to some older people. Uh, one of my favorite artists of all time, Shania Twain. I know it's so random, but um, I'm actually going to see her in October. My wife bought me tickets and we're going together. Um, but Shania Twain has been there. Uh, John Mayer, like I said, one of my top three. He's also been there. I mean, it's just... It was I was pinching myself because I'm like, how did I get here? How how am I here right now? But anyways, um, I recorded four songs there, and um, they're actually being mixed right now. Um, I'm gonna start promoting them in June, and um, yeah, man, I'm I'm just, God, I'm just I'm just so excited to get these songs out there. I, I truly believe that. I know everyone, every artist always says this is my best work yet, but I I, I truly believe these songs are just really gonna shake things up. Um, some of the best lyrics I think I've ever written. Um, and obviously the, the production quality is by f- bar none, the best I've ever done, hands down for sure. Um, first, definitely the biggest budget I ever had to spend on something. And um, yeah, man, I'm just going to take it as far as I possibly can. I'm just going to push it to the wheels fall off. I'm going to push these songs for the end of 2023 for sure. But, you know, obviously for the rest of my career, but I'm just so excited to put these songs out. And um, I'm going to start teasing them, actually, acoustically, starting this week. So you guys will be able to get a little sneak peek of what they might sound like. But, um, yeah, just super excited for what's to come for the rest of this year. And I just believe you're going to do such great things. And I really appreciate you so much for, first of all, agreeing to be on the show, but for kind of talking openly about your experiences and being able to let people see your heart. I think that's the most important thing is that when people hear someone, it's one thing, but when someone can listen to the music, be able to learn more about the story, they can just be able to build genuine connections. And I feel like that is one of the best qualities in a musician is when you're able to kind of take care of yourself and you have people close to you who love and support you. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time chatting with you. Um, I hope that this reaches some people that needed to hear it. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of your journey as well, man. I'm excited to see what happens with 
the rest of this podcast. I appreciate you so much. And for our listeners, let's remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right, Cody. Well, I will definitely have you back soon, um, either on this show or I have some other shows as well. So I do a second show, which is like a live recording. It's called Space Between. So um, if you ever want to perform live, let me know. We'll kind of talk about it in the future. And then um, I have another one called Embracing Your Love Marks that I, I kind of co-host on. I'm not on it as often, but I do help um, one of the artists who was on my show. He's one of the hosts on the show as well. So if you're ever interested in kind of talking more in depth, let me know and I can have you come back here on either other show and just kind of promote your music and your life and very, very thankful for your time. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. And um, I would love to be on those other shows as well. Just uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. And we'll figure it out. All right. Well, you have a great rest of your day and thank you all so much. Um, thank your wife and of course your baby for giving us this this moment because I know you've been real busy, had a lot going on, but I appreciate your entire family for giving me this opportunity to let you share. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me so much and enjoy the rest of your evening. Okay, you too. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. bye. Thank you.